Welcome to Cash Grab. This is the podcast where we look through different franchises that have been turned into video games and make a decision if they're cash grabs or not. I'm Steph. And I am Tom. Yeah. And once again. Once again. We're Adamless. Oh. All by ourselves. <laughs> Just the two of us. <laughs> oh, um, dear. So it turned out that Hercules on the Game Boy Color is proving more trouble than Adam thought. Apparently, um, the development process is actually monumental for a Game Boy Color. Who would a thunk? Yeah. So he's not here. No. No. But Sadly. but luckily... Hopefully he'll um, be back soon. I, I'm sure he will. Uh, but luckily, we know that due to his extended time away, it goes without saying that Hercules for the Game Boy Color will be a masterpiece. Oh, of course it will be, yeah. Yep. There's none of this No Man's Sky business going on here. No, not at all. It's going to be it's, perfect. It's going to come out. It's not going to need a day one patch like most Game Boy Color games. Every Game Boy Color game had a day one patch. Every single fucking one. I mean, it, sure. was, it was ridiculous. And you know what the worst thing about it was? Couldn't even access the internet to get the day one patch. No. How foolish of them. It was stupid. So Adam's taken an extra an extra week or so to make sure that this game is to everyone's playing pleasure as soon as it's released. Just like Final Fantasy XV, which then <coughs> got delayed, so it didn't have a day one patch, which had a day one patch. It did, didn't it? I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, so maybe he's going to do that. How long was it delayed in the end? It was delayed like uh, months, wasn't it? Well, the game was like 10 years in development. Or That's true. It's like a Terminator. Which Terminator took like 10 years to actually finally come out? Was it Terminator 3? What, Phil? Yeah, it's the gap between 2 and 3, like 10 years? It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like late right. late 90s and then it was like like late noughties. Yeah. Or late 2000s? <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, it's about 10 years. And you're like, early 2000s? I was like, that's, that's not that, quite that's 10 years. I was like, that's three years. <laughs> um, well, we differ on how long 10 years is, mate. That is true. That is true. Some might say it's a blink of an eye. Mm. Anyway, we should probably stop talking shit and get on to the fact that today is a very special day because we are both studying a film and game that are revered as some of the best films, film and game ever. Well, we we picked it um, not knowing that the game was put in... Was it Game Radar? Game Radar's... Yeah. Yeah, Game Radar's... 2014's top 100 mm-hmm. worst games of all time. Yeah. We didn't realise that till after we played it. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be... It, it became quite apparent whilst playing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. And, and, and we'll, we'll get to that. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll, you'll clearly see you'll, what you'll we're talking about. You'll see that when we get there. <laughs> so, God, then, do you want to introduce what we're, what we're talking about? We, today, are speaking about The Crow. The Crow. Ooh, The Crow. So basically, The Crow initially uh, was a graphic novel. Yes. Written by, hang on just a sec. It was written by James Obar. James Obar. And have you ever read the graphic novel? Just about to say, never read it. Did you know it was a graphic novel? I didn't. I But the thing is, I didn't, but I had my suspicions. It's the type of thing that it doesn't seem like it would just be um, in development for film straight away. Do you know what I mean? It's quite clearly taken from something yeah 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 yeah. it's it's, yeah it's adapted from something else yeah yeah exactly i I knew it was adapted from a graphic novel but i'd never wish to read it no it's it's meant to be good though the graphic novels is it i mean it might be but 
the thing is, I've, there's I'd nothing pushing me to like read it. No, no, that's true. I mean, the thing is, I imagine, I imagine the graphic novel was somewhat successful for it to be turned into a film. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine the graphic novel. I imagine it's one of those things that it had like quite a cult following. Like, uh, wasn't Ghost in the Shell a graphic novel to start with? Don't know. Could have been. I'm not going to say for definite because I don't want to throw a load of like fake news out. There. But the thing is, the the, the film itself <coughs> had a massive cult following. It did. Yeah. Exactly. Wait, the crow or Ghost yeah, the in crow. the Shell? Oh, right. No, no, the crow. Is, the crow. The film had a big cult following. Yeah. Because it, it was a sleeper hit, wasn't it? Yes. What is the definition of a sleeper hit? Something that's like I think not expected to do well. I think. Something like Shawshank Redemption, which didn't do very well in the box office, but then done very well on DVD release. Oh, really? And like now it's counted one of the best films of all time. Yeah, strange. Obviously, the isn't it? Crow isn't, but I wouldn't say no. It's not quite on the same Leap. pinnacle, you know. <laughs> 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 but um, I think that's what it means. So, like, once it was out on DVD, it got a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah. There is there is one topic I'd like to touch on before we actually start talking about the film properly and that's one of the huge controversies that surrounds The Crow, the film and that's that this was the last film uh, Brandon Lee, who is Bruce Lee's son, yep. ever shot because pardon the pun, he got shot <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, literally um, It was an on-set accident Yes do you, me- do you remember all the details of it? Well basically there were there's a scene where, right at the beginning of the film, mm. where he gets shot. <coughs> uh, yes. But obviously they didn't film this till right at the end because he had he only had three days left of filming. Yeah. By the by the time point he got shot at, um, and what so they had a gun. They're obviously supposed to put blanks in it, but rather than using blanks, they took live and like live ammo, mm. but removed parts of it. They they took out like the the gunpowder and um something hang else. On, I I did write something down. Uh, yes, so basically they took they took out most of the gunpowder and an, an another component, but what they left inside was the primer. So that that's what sits at the rear of the cartridge, which basically propels yeah. it. And then they fired that, and some when they fired it, something got stuck in the barrel, mm. which is a term. But being English, we don't know much about gun terms. No, no, and that's a good thing. Yeah, we shouldn't know about gun terms. And then <laughs> 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 and then. They then later on put the blanks in, which they went and bought, mm. like they should have in the first place. But the blanks had gunpowder in them, but they don't have a shell to shoot. Yeah, that's so exactly it ended it. up shooting the thing that was inside the barrel and hit him in the abdomen. I think ad, 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 ad. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, no, he's doing Hercules. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it, it sh- shot him in the ad- ad- abdomen. There we go. I felt like I said it wrong, to be honest. Abdomen. Yeah, mum? that's right. No, isn't it's it? mun, mun, abdomen, abdomen. That's the one. There abdomen. we go. You got there. In abdomen. End. So um, yeah, yeah. Shot him in the abdomen. God, that feels weird saying it now. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> so they still decided to release it. Yeah, yeah. Well, mo- most of his scenes were shot. Uh, I don't. I keep saying shot. Recorded. Most of his scenes were recorded. Finished. Yeah, we can just edit that in later. Most of his scenes were recorded. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. Yeah, so I mean, I won't. I'm far too lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, basically, like you know, the majority of the film was done, um, but you know, they were kind of uh, umming and ahhing as to whether they should actually release it in the first place, considering the star what had just happened, effectively, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know I, I, it's almost like charges of manslaughter because the thing is, it's like I'm quite surprised that the it was considered an accidental shooting, because the thing is, is that 
for for a studio to to try and make their own blanks, that's not usually heard of. Yeah, it so was like quite. Um, the practice is yeah, sketchy. Do you know what I mean? It's like sketchy, it seems yeah. very sketchy, and it seems like they would have done that to save on costs, because obviously, getting a considerable amount of blanks for for the whole of a movie would cost a studio quite you know a significant know. amount I mean, of money. The blanks cost a lot of money, and there's not a lot of gunfire. I would imagine. I would in, imagine well, in the first half hour that we watched. Yeah, I can't imagine that blanks would cost that much that it'd be like I'd imagine they'd have to go to a very particular place obviously it's got to be vetted and it's got to be to a certain grade you know yeah so but then they <coughs> but I can't understand how blanks would be much more expensive than live ammo which is what they turned into a blank that's well that is true well that mm. yeah no that's Do a I really mean, that really that make sense. really good point yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that doesn't make any sense does it I think they would have been a bit lazy yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is like then to kind of do it yourself, and the thing is, is that like when when the kind of casing or whatever it was got jammed in the gun, and the thing is, you'd use that gun as a as a one off, you know, and you'd known something wasn't quite right with it, you know, it didn't work, which is why yeah. they which is why they then tried a proper blank, you know. Forgive me if I'm being stupid, but you wouldn't use the same gun. You wouldn't think so, no. Do you know what I mean? It's like that gun had a misfire or a problem. Yeah. And, you know, even if you don't have any knowledge of guns, which we don't. No. You know, but still you'd know, like, that's been a misfire. There's something wrong. You know, even if you didn't know exactly what it was, you'd think to yourself, well, best not use this. Let's use a new gun. Yeah, well, you think so. But, I mean, we, we haven't, we've only, like, read a bit of the description. We haven't really yeah. gone full into looking into this, so... I'm guessing there was probably a court case and all that kind of stuff. Must have been. Yeah, so yeah, it must have. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was ruled an accident. So yeah, it, so I'm it sure it's all legit. Yeah, but I mean, it's tragedy. It's still a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, huge tragedy. I mean, the poor, the the Lee family have <laughs> suffered with tragedy. Yeah. Our respects to the Lee family, mm. and Brandon and Bruce. God bless you both. But anyway, to the film. To the film. So basically, if you. You know, don't know by now if this is your first time tuning into Cash Grab. Number one, welcome. Number two, we probably should have done this at the beginning. We should have done, but we, Number three. <laughs> we procrastinated. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, um, basically, what we do is we take a franchise, in this case, The Crow, and we watch 30 minutes of the film, and then we compare it to the video game, and we play 30 minutes of the video game, and then we have a discussion on the comparisons of the two, the differences, and talk about what we think of both. So basically, we start with the film. And we watched our half an hour. I'd like to say, so let's start at the top. I'd like to say the opening I thought was fucking awesome. One second. Oh, God. Should we just clear up? Have you seen this before? No, no, sorry. Haven't. No, 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 no I haven't. No, this is my first time. Yes, I popped <laughs> my crow cherry. <laughs> the crow cherry has been popped. My crow cherry has been popped. I popped my crow cherry many years ago. Oh, you're so lucky. Oh no. Oh, you've always oh, no. you've always been good with the crows. Um, <laughs> I can't remember how many years ago it was. A very very long time, as I always say. Oh bloody hell! Yeah, it was, it was a very long. Like, how, like how old do you reckon you were? The probably, fact that, the fact that you like can't like remember yeah, when you popped like your crow cherry is quite worrying. Eight, ten years. Oh, that. Fucking hell. You were my young. My brother had it on DVD. Shit. DVD? Yeah, he had it on DVD. When we were eight or ten? Weren't videos still around? You sure it no, eight or ten years ago. Oh! 
Not when I was eight or ten. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That makes sense. You you lost your crow cherry at a very opportune time then, I'd say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so I, I don't really remember the film, though. Okay. Well, I, I, you know, I, I would say watching it for the first time, at least for the opening, I thought the, the opening of the film was like quite quite engaging to be honest because it doesn't it doesn't really it's one of those films where it starts you not at the beginning or the end you know it starts you at a, a kind of odd point yeah it There's starts you just like you're just kind of dropped in it like a, yeah like a hbo tv show you're just dropped in yeah literally and on you go yeah and you know you're kind of dropped in this kind of uh, you know somewhere in the film where you you have no recollection of what's going on but at the same time then the kind of film builds around it going both to the past and following the progress on. Yeah, it, do, know, it does forward. quite a good job of... Um, pacing. Pacing, yes. Yeah, the yeah. pacing is good. But, I mean, those opening scenes and, like, you know, it, it's obviously playing a lot off the graphic novels with, like, you know, the dark brooding scenery and, you know... Yeah, the very kind of dirty atmosphere. Yeah, uh, you know, the thing is, it's like, it's, it's, it's ironic it being, you know, kind of like... A, is he a superhero? He's kind of like a... I'd say... I um, well, he's like an undead vigilante. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what he yeah. is. Yeah. So I mean, as as <laughs> as undead vigilantes do go, and I don't know many of them, but you know, it's like it reminds me a lot of the kind of scenery of Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. It's yeah. That, it's that it's same that kind, kind of, of like dark spire. Yeah. Yeah. It's that same kind of like dark kind of like you know physical Brooding set building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it has that same sort of feel to it, which is a good thing. You know, that's an awesome. It works thing. in this film, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So so basically, it's about. It starts off with uh, a little girl talking, and she says how. Mm. Um. <clears throat> so there's, when people die, a crow takes their spirit away, mm. but if the person dies with much sadness. There's. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing here. No, yeah, but I the, think the you're pretty good. Crow. Will do more to help them, and then they're kind of stuck between their old life and their new life of going into the afterlife. Yeah. So then the crow might bring someone back to finish something. Yeah. That they needed to finish, so they can then go peacefully into the afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that that was that was really good, actually. <laughs> yeah, that was genuinely really good. So I mean. So that's what she says. Yeah, and then it yeah. then it gets into the first scene. Yeah, and the first the first scene effectively it opens up with, uh, well. The chain-smoking cop. There's a cop that every scene we saw in the half an hour, he was having a cigarette. So it opens mm. up with him on the top of like a... It's like a tall building. It's like a loft room. You know, it's got like a little steeple thing at the top. It's almost quite gothic looking. Yep. And they're in this room. The kind of camera pans in through a, a crashed window, which is split to pieces. And our, pl- our chain-smoking police officer is there, chain-smoking. And it's a crime scene. And there's, you know, quite a graphic murder on the floor. The woman on the floor who has clearly been murdered. No, she wasn't murdered. Was she? No, she was alive. Oh, God, she was alive, wasn't she? She was just stabbed multiple times. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. She had a very bad time. Yeah. And then as uh, after it kind of goes around the room and there's some like chatter between the police officers, they're talking about her basically that she's not going to survive. No. And then he looks out the window and on the floor, which is, you know, outside on the pavement, which is, you know, like 50 feet down because it's a really tall building, is the body of a man. He's obviously, you put two and two together, he's been thrown out the window. Yes. But you don't know what's happened before that. No. 
So that's that's the that's the opening scene, really. Yeah, it 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 builds up from then. You know, the 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 lady who has uh, been stabbed multiple times is then taken out on a stretcher, and we're introduced to one of the main characters in it, which is a little girl who I didn't get the name of. No, I didn't get a name either. No, <coughs> we didn't do very well making notes. No, well, I, I mean, I I didn't I didn't feel like her name was ever mentioned. But then we said that for goosebumps for the roller rollerblading woman. And her name is mentioned. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> we're so not. I mean, we might names. not just be listening. <laughs> <laughs> we're not good with names at all. But um, yeah. So you know, this little girl, uh, as soon as she starts speaking to the police officer, you you hear that her voice was the voice in the opening sequence talking about um the crow. And quickly, you know, she she starts saying uh, that her these people, the man and the woman, were her carers. You know. Yeah, because she was saying who's going to look after me now and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the policeman basically takes her under his wing. Then not, I don't know. I don't think he like I takes. He, he doesn't like. He doesn't like let her live with him and all that kind no. of stuff. But like, it then cuts to a year later. Yes. And she's putting flowers on the grave of um, Shelley and Eric. Shelley, Shelley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, then she goes off to a hot dog stand and the smoking police officers there and they're having a, having a, having smoke a bit and of a, a hot laugh. dog. <laughs> yeah. So they have a bit of a laugh together. So clearly they still know each other and keep in contact. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Oh, right. So, <laughs> um, so basically, like, we, we find out that, you know, Shelley and Eric, who have, uh, who were the ones who were mur- murdered previously, um, them being the girl's carers, she's, she's obviously held... You know, the girl herself has held like a lot of love. She's continued to kind of like, you know, care, you know, after these people have died a year on. And this is where the crow starts introducing itself more like yeah. the crow, the animal. I mean, yeah, it starts, it, it starts actually appearing in pretty much every scene. And basically well, it's sat on top of Eric's grave when she goes there. Yeah. And uh, oh, and I wrote down a line. She said a really cool line that I thought was awesome. She said... So as she was leaving the graveyard, the crow was on top of the the grave. Yes. And then it kind of like... What what, what noise do crows make? It does that. They kind that. of like... Yeah, they? It, it, does, it does that. Yeah. Shit, I can't find the line. Oh, yeah. So she, she like... After she puts the flowers on the grave and she kind of looks back and the crow goes... She goes, what are you looking at, watchman? And I thought, that's a really fucking cool line. <laughs> and then she just walks off like in the rain and shit. And I was like, wow, that was really like really impactful. Like and that the like the set building and like the first I would say the first quarter of an hour of the film, the set building, like another thing I'd want to point out, the music, the score, is amazing. Like the first quarter of an hour at least. It's got like a lot of kind of like Middle Eastern feel, like yeah. very traditional like music, you know. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, very cool. Yeah, at the same time, quite Celtic. Like I heard some bagpipes in there a couple of times. I'm pretty sure. Mm. So it has this amazing score, and it's dark and brooding, and it's like for the first 15 minutes, you're kind of really like absorbed in it because it's just like it, it's I don't know. It's so because it just because it opens so big. As yeah, well. it opens with a murder scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like you've got the repercussions and you've got the people trying to deal with it afterwards. It, it yeah. drags you straight in. It and does. And the music and the set and everything just does work with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, after the girl leaves the graveyard, it's it's become apparent that this crow, being the watchman, is there to rejuvenate. Resurrect. resurrect. Better word. Resurrect Eric. Yeah. So he is basically becoming the watchman, the crow. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then when he... So then he comes out of the grave. Eric, by the way, is Brandon Lee's character. Yeah, he's Brandon Lee. He's the main yeah. character. So he comes out of the grave. Mm. Um, he's just... He looks like his normal self, doesn't he? He looks, looks normal. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, he obviously is a bit confused as to what the hell's going on. You would be after a, a year of death, I a suppose. Year of death, you? Yeah. Why did it take, why <laughs> did it take the bit. crow a year? I, I oh, I know why. Halloween. Halloween, because they got murdered yeah. on what did they call it? Devil's they, Night. They call it Devil's Night, but it where is basically October it looks 30th. like yeah, so it looks like Halloween slash this crew go around. Crew of four people go around and just cause havoc yeah. in the town. Yeah, yeah. And it's coming up to Devil's Night again. Yes. So they're going to go out and cause more havoc. So that's why I think Brandon Lee then gets. Yeah, it's, it's it's like the night of his grief. And obviously yeah. what she said about the crow bringing people back who have been lost to grief, you know, that so ha- he's have been, their grudge. So he's been stuck between like his old life and his afterlife yeah, for it, a year. Yeah. Um, so he comes back. And he follows the crow mm-hmm. back to his old, ho- old, old flat. Yeah. Where he like has this quite powerful scene actually of like, so he looks at something and then he sees the past and you're going flicking like back and forth between the present and the past. Yeah. And the whole story of them two is explained of, you know, he just proposed to her and they were going to get married mm. like the next day. Yeah. She had her dress and everything is all planned out. They had like this very nice, like typical movie relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, like, like oh, she set a pan on fire and he comes running in laughing and giggling. Yeah, and he's like, oh, a massive you, fire in the you kitchen. silly bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they have the typical movie relationship. Yeah. Uh, everything's happy, no problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, um, then these people break in, and then he yes. then he has to deal with seeing all that all over again. Yeah, so he's he's kind of tormented, having to relive, uh, basically watching his fiance get raped and murdered. And yeah. I mean, it's like, it, I mean, for the time, I mean, obviously, as time has gone on, movies have become more graphic, and they don't hold their punches as much. And I mean, it, you know, this was, uh, this was, we should say this was released in 94. So, I mean, even though films were somewhat more kind of, you know, they were kind of slowly getting more and more graphic and more and more kind of, you know. Intense. Intense, yeah. At the same time, I think for the time, like, you know, it's it, it's going to hit you a bit. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it, it was, the flashbacks are pretty kind of like telling. You know, yeah. they don't hold their yeah, punches. No, they don't. It's very um, in your face to what's going yeah. on. And so so he's kind of tormented with having to relive, you know, that scenario, which is basically... Most horrible point of his life. Yeah, and the thing is, take it from his point of view as well. Literally, that's the last time he was alive. So, yeah. I mean, to him, it, it literally feels like it, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. So he is he is literally just brought back from the dead, instantly faced with his grief. Yeah, and he has to watch it all over again. Yeah, and live it all over again. Yeah, uh, and then at the bit where they throw him through the window, he then runs at the window. Does like a I don't know why he does. Does that. like a weird gymnastic, like move on the on the window, and then comes back in, doesn't he? Yeah, it? he kind of flips to the outside. He like of flips outside, and then and then kind comes of like back in again. Yeah, he kind of like balances himself, like like defying gravity for about two seconds. Comes back in for no real reason. Maybe it's to show us the crow's power. Well, I mean, it, it would take an insanely tough person to literally hold themselves vertically. Upside down. Yeah. And no, he was vertically. No, he, oh, he was, was horizontal. Vertical, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, horizontal, he, he, yeah. He was yeah. like floating horizontally, just holding a bar. I mean, like, I don't know a human that can do that. I mean, there are humans that can do that. I would like to meet None of us, humans. though, because we're all pudgy. 
We're not pudgy. No, we're not pudgy. <laughs> Isn't it pudgy? Is it pudgy? I don't know. Pudgy pudgy. Pudgy pudgy. Pudge pudge. Let's let's mix the two. Poogy. Poogy. <laughs> we're poogy. We're poogy. But um yeah, so you know that when he realizes he's cut his hand on the glass which is on the window, silly boy, duh. Yeah. I mean obviously Also, why the hell has no one cleared this up? Um, it looks like quite a big flat. Like oh, it's a year later, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I was going to say it's still a crime scene, but no. I mean, this is it's a year later. Yeah. They clearly know who done it because they know this this group. I mean, like they. Yeah. They must know it was this group that done it. Yeah. It's a year later. They haven't. They That's haven't a even really good point. Cleared it up. I mean, that glass could like I don't know. A big bit of wind it's comes through, yeah. pulls some of that glass off, hits someone it, in the it, eye. It still God. had like all of his notes and all the candles he had left out. It was literally not lit. Yeah, not lit. Wait, they were lit, weren't they? No, they weren't lit. Weren't they? No, I they were still lit. lit after a year. That's an amazing candle. They're long burning candles. Yeah. Yeah. Got your money's worth there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Well, it depends. <laughs> I don't know how much they might have cost. It's like, how much is the candle? Thousand pounds. Dollars. You'd be like, but does it really burn for a year? Let's put it to the test. Then he finds out 364 days, bloody rip off. It's clearly not worth a grand. It's worth $994. 99 cents. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I mean, that's that's how kind of like the crow comes to be. Anyway, he cuts his hand. Oh, shit. Yeah, he cuts yeah. his hand and he, he looks down at his hand. He's got kind of like, you know, a, a huge slice on both his palms and they just instantly heal up and, he, and it kind of hits him. I am the crow. I are crow. Yeah, and then he, then he goes to his little like nightstand thing with like a mirror and that mm. which he just happens to have some white face paint on it uh, I know. that's another thing that I was a bit really that was a bit weird on. and then he just white face paint his face and painted up and then like painted his eyes and mouth black but you know what happened this is the montage they literally had a montage, a montage. <laughs> <laughs> they literally had a montage the first montage of the film is it's not like your usual montage which is like somebody training or you know like somebody climbing like running up a mountain like in rocky you know it's a man putting on face paint that is the first and a, montage and a crow telling him like where to look for his clothes yeah 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 literally it's just like crow's like trousers are here mate and yeah. he's like sorry let me just do my paint remember that jumper you loved it's over here mate yeah exactly no not that one silly you look stupid in blue yeah, <laughs> yeah what exactly. are you doing crows are black Duh. Yeah, I mean, idiot. Yeah, exactly. We Get have white faces. Don't wear, don't wear <laughs> bloody trainers. You look a right burk. <laughs> put your put your boots on, silly bloody crow, Eric. <laughs> this is the, by the way. This isn't exactly how the film went. This is ninety percent how it went. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're somewhat <laughs> paraphrasing, <laughs> but um, there was another. So basically, another thing I wanted to point out. I think the montage music was done by The Cure. I don't know if you know much about The Cure. No, I don't know much about The Cure. Oh, they're a good band. They're British. I, I quite like them. But I, I'm, I don't know for definite. It might be by The Cure. It sounded like The Cure. It had that kind of dark, gloomy feel. The to Cure. It. The Cure. The Cure? What, was I saying something wrong? <laughs> you just said The Cure a lot. The Cure. The Cure. <laughs> <laughs> the Cure. It sounds, the more I say it, the more weird it sounds. It's like abdomen again. The Cure. Oh, the, no, the not. The Cure for abdomen pain. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so basically a very strange two-minute montage of a man putting up makeup. And then sprinting along the uh, rooftops. Yeah, so basically he's kind of off to find the first of the four men. Is it Was it four of them? Yeah, it's four of them. Yeah, yeah. so he's, he's off to find the first of the four men that 
you know, basically ruined his, well, <laughs> killed him and his wife. Yeah, exactly. And ruined well, his soon to be wife, but fiance. Yeah, yeah. Fiance. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he, he kind of <laughs> spent a few minutes jumping. I, I'd like to say, I think, I think this is the point where the film starts to kind of lose its edge a bit. Those first 15 minutes of opening up and the se- setting the scene and it being dark and brooding, like we're saying, really loved it. And I think as soon yeah. as he kind of like, they had a montage of putting on makeup. You know what it was? Yeah, that, it, it, that it kind, kind of, of went a bit downhill. and then to get a bit ridiculous. And then you kind of, the makeup was there. And like, as you pointed out whilst we were watching it, mm. it looks quite similar to uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, quite uncanny. Well, uh, Which obviously this one came first. Yeah, we, we we should say Heath Ledger's Joker looks quite uncannily like Brandon Lee's The Crow. Yeah, yeah, it's it's strange. But then, um, so like once you see that, I kind of I was like, okay, that's that's him. Yeah. So I was kind of back in again. Yeah. And it was when the crow starts talking, and I'm I'm like, oh, oh okay, like I kind of got taken out of it by then. Really? Like, not not the crow. I mean Brandon Lee himself, the man. Okay, well, what, what, it was what just, about it? I don't know. It was as soon as, because he just talks like a normal person. He doesn't. He doesn't kind of have the whole Christian Bale. No, he doesn't have like that. Oh, Batman! Oh. No, like, but like he doesn't have a um, bane with constipation. <laughs> oh, Batman! Oh, Batman! Oh, Batman. <laughs> Help me! <laughs> it's like um, if Kenneth Williams was cast as Bane. <laughs> oh, Batman! <laughs> That's a film I'd like to see. Born in it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It it just took me out of it. I don't really know why. I feel like yeah. If he was not completely silent, but if he was more of a silent protagonist, that that would the thing is that I would think suit that could work quite well for the suit, film. It would suit like a, 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 I don't know whether to call him a hero. To be honest, I would say he's like an anti-hero in many ways. So I think it would suit someone like the Crow. Yeah, you know, to kind of just be silent and menacing. And yeah, and, and he, but he's not very menacing. No, not at all. To be honest, in fact, you know who he looks like, and maybe we could do a quick uh, picture. Uh, Sting, the wrestler. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, look, he looks like a small Sting. Small Sting. A small Sting. So, I mean, I, I do get what you mean. I mean, he he doesn't really have that emphasis, and I think you know, it's I I, I don't want to, you know, slate Brandon Lee at all because, you know, it's well, it's not his character design and choice or all that, is it? No, but uh, one thing I would say is that I think Brandon Lee's perfect for the role, or was perfect for the role. In terms of his physicality and his oh yeah image. yeah definitely, but I I think it just goes to show that he he's not a great actor. You know his his like his kind of like his kind of like vocal performance isn't that awe inspiring, and his kind of like you know when they have close ups of his face and stuff. He's clearly overacting, like he's got like he's trying to have manic eyes and he's being too much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, he, he's he's obviously very conscious of the fact that he's either not a great actor in the first place or he's not confident about the role. So he's trying to overact and it does take you away from yeah. the character and yeah. and the film a bit, to be honest. Well, should we get to the first fight scene? Yeah. So I can't remember the guy's name that he fights. It's like Toe Tide Toe. I, I, thought, toe, I thought it was like Tintin. Tin Tinto? Oh, it was Tinto. I Tinto. Think. Tinto. Yeah, yeah. We got there at the end. Fucking hell. Yeah. Tinto. <laughs> yeah, so he, th- he takes on Tinto. So, mm. so Tinto is at a pawn shop yeah. trying to sell things. That's P A W N, by yeah. the way. <laughs> pawn. 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 Yeah. Pawn. And, um, New York accent. 
the guy gives him like no money for it and he gets upset and leaves yeah. goes down the alleyway and then the crow so that the actual animal the crow mm-hmm. fly is flying along looks over the edge and yep. then Brandon Lee the crow yes <laughs> it's going to be complicated <laughs> yeah <isn't> <laughs> he then like can he see what the the animal crow can see because it gave uh, you that idea. It, it gives you the impression, yeah, he can see, he can see and witness through the crow, the animal. But at the same time, it never really makes explains if yeah. the crow, the human, can yeah. see what the crow, the animal, <laughs> yeah. is looking at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's it's not like for certain, but it implies that he is able to. Yeah. Yeah. So then he sees Taito. Oh fuck, Tin- Tinto. 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 Yeah. He sees him walking down the. St- like the alleyway, stop at an on fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this like is like fucking classic bit. Uh, yeah. What are they called? Uh, they're like uh, you know, you know that ti- like typical old scene. They're like uh, old metal barrels. Yeah, they're like yeah. this, like almost like toxic like waste oil barrel. barrel yeah. yeah, oil barrel. It's you just know, on fire for some yeah, reason. Yeah, you know, it's like that kind of classic thing of like you've got like four hobos sitting around a barrel yeah. that's on fire, w- just warming their hands. So there's one of them. Without any hobos. Yeah, just, just, just on, on its fire. own, just on fire. It makes me think, who started the fire and why have they left it unattended? Oh, they don't care. I mean, it's not a city that cares, is it? It's more Shameful. grimy than, like, Gotham. It's true. It's true. It's An- a very another Batman comparison. It's a very dirty city, isn't it? It is, yeah. It is. They need some uh, funding for their sanitation. That'll sort them out. Yeah. Who needs the crow when you've got bin lorries? <laughs> <laughs> And fire trucks to put out these fires. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, so Tinto walks up to a flaming barrel and just thinks, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll light my cigarette by literally putting my fucking head in it. There are so many cigarettes in this film as well. Yeah, I, I think I, I think at least for the half an hour we watched, I don't think there was a scene without one. No, I don't think so. The only scenes where there weren't is when uh, there were scenes with like the little girl alone. And, like and when um, she put the flowers on the grave. When like Eric... And is that whole scene when Eric goes back to the flat and has all the yeah? Eric's Actually, Eric's not to be fair, it wouldn't surprise me if if the four men were smoking whilst that was happening. I can't remember now, but Eric and his ah, fiance in the flat. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I think some uh, couple probably were, were in the yeah. flashback. So yeah. yeah, so I mean, just always smoking in this film. Constant smoking. It was yeah. the nineties, man. It was cool. It was cool. It to was smoke cool in the 90s. to do. It was cool to smoke in the nineties and wear fishnets and uh, what else happened? Other things. Tada. Yeah. Other things happened. <laughs> Other things. That's about it. <laughs> but um, so the fight scene. So the crow jumps down. Yeah. Um, oh, what do they call him? Because they use this in a game a lot as well. What do they always say to him? Oh, um, cla- clown face? Clown face? I think clown it was clown face. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, what are you doing, clown face? <laughs> and you're like, like oh don't you realize that Halloween's... What does he say? Halloween's... He says like a weird word that I had no idea what he yeah, meant. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand the fucking word he was saying to be no. honest. No. So anyway, Halloween's tomorrow, I think. Yeah, yeah. He but he didn't say tomorrow, he just said some weird word. Yeah. Don't know what it was. Um <laughs> so then Eric carries on walking towards him mm-hmm. menacingly. Sort of menacingly. Air quote. Yeah. Um <laughs> and then the then the fight scene starts. And I think it's you know, should we should we come out of it now? Go on. Well, the word I said at the time was lame. Yeah, that, I think that I think does describe I think it pretty lame well. Lame and underwhelming are the two words I'd use to describe the first fight scene. 
And as a first fight scene, you want it to grasp you. It being a film which is mainly trying to present itself as like an action film. Yeah. You know, it's it's not it's not very becoming. <laughs> yeah, so it was basically a lot of uh, grappling and then throwing the other person. Um, no one's a fire alarm going off next door. Oh, it'd be, be, don't worry, it'd be the barrel I left on fire. Oh, <laughs> oh, in my alleyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, good, good. Maybe, maybe someone's warming their hands I just, around I just it. left it there so I could light my cigarette in it later, put my face in it. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of uh, grappling, and then at the beginning of the fight, mm. Ty, Ty Tinto. T- Tinto. <laughs> God, I'm never going to get it. Right. <laughs> Tinto looked like he was winning. Because yeah. the crow would grab him, throw him into a wall, mm. and then Tinto would throw a good punch or kick him, whatever, well, the thing is like and hit the crow, and then crow would grab him, throw him into something else. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's like the crow, I mean, especially like Brandon Lee, Eric, should I say, is well built, tough. You'd imagine he has at least some fighting experience, you know. Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, it's like this this is a guy that raped and murdered his wife, one of four. Your your rage would overcome you. I mean, well, you, it does. It does towards the end of the fight scene, yeah. Which is the bit we don't really see. But yeah, you, you'd think that he'd be full on. Well, you'd imagine destroying this guy. Yeah, vicious behavior. But, but he's just kind of gently like throwing him into the wall. You know what the throws reminded me of? The throws in uh, the original Batman, the '60s Batman. You know when like he would be wrestling. Pow. Yeah, do <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, and he'd be like like tussling with like a thug or something. Yeah, and then he'd literally just like do like an over-exaggerated throw and they would just like go huh, and just like fling slump fl- against li- they the would wall. literally just jump into a wall yeah. yeah yeah it was very similar to that yeah it was just kind of a bit like uh you know yeah not shit not the best <laughs> that's a bit fucking shit um and then it gets to a point where tinto yes tinto yes where tinto pulls out he's like I want you to meet my friends and pulls out two knives. Yeah. He, he's like, my, he my two friends. He, he makes yeah, it very, makes like, it very clear that he's got two mates. Yes. Uh, and they never miss. Yep. And so, they're so and lady. That's not what they were called, was it? They uh, they don't actually have names. Oh, right. Cool. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, please don't tell me that's no, what they were called. No, they're not. They're Tim, Knifey Tim, and lady. Tim and Tom. That was shit. Wasn't <laughs> so it? you that thought of Tim, shit. and you couldn't think of a second name, so you went for your own name. <laughs> <laughs> Names are hard, man. I can't think of James. Oh, that's a good one. Should have come up with James. But then I'd like it to Christopher. rhyme. Christopher. Mm, I'd like it to rhyme, so I'd like it to be like a. Uh, what other names rhyme? Steph and. Steph with a PH. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're a lyrical genius. Oh, don't, don't I know it, mate? It's so hard being me. God. So hard being this talented. Oh. <laughs> well, you had some poetry books or oh, something, mate. Fucking hell. Let's let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a re- there's a reason they flopped so hard, mate. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you see, I can't even think, I can't even think, can't even think of a rhyming example. Fuck right. It. Anyway, so he, two he pulls out his two, two knives, which you don't have names for. Yeah. Um, he says they never miss, so he lobs one, and yep. uh, Eric dodges it. Yep. So that's a miss. That's that's. One. He lobs. He lobs the second one. Yep. And Eric smacks it out of the way. Yep. So that's another miss. Why am I doing? Do And then he then he pulls out a third knife. Yeah. Which we're not sure where that came from. Yeah. And then he throws it at Eric straight for his face. So to be fair, well on target. And yes. Eric, Eric claps it and captures it and catches it. Almost, almost like uh, 
sort of like that whole kind of like ancient karate master catching a fly with chopsticks, yeah. you know, exactly. like that uh, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, and then the the crow stabs him in the shoulder. Yeah, he pi- he pins into a pallet basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then does the whole like, you know, do you remember a year ago you did this? Yeah. Kind of like you know the scene of Game of Thrones of the Viper. Yeah. The and Tinto says uh, eventually. Yes, I remember Shelley. I remember pounding her little pink ass and she loved it. And I thought, probably not the smartest thing to say. Not when, when a man has a knife through your shoulder. No, best best to say something along the lines of, I didn't know Shelley, but if I did, I would imagine we'd get on like a house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd say, I liked Shelley. Yeah. And that should be it. Yeah, but he, but he doesn't. He so doesn't. instead, we don't see what happens next. But then later on in the film, mm. they pull Tinto. Tinto? Yeah. They pull <laughs> Tinto out of an alleyway on yeah. a girder. Yeah. And he has about seven, seven knives. I would say it's close to ten. All right, ten knives. Where the fuck did those other seven knives come from? God knows. But he had like ten knives sticking out of his chest. I mean, either either, either Tinto was carrying far more than two friends. He had ten friends with him. Yeah. Or. Fucking hell, or literally... What the crow can spawn knives. <laughs> or, you know what my favourite idea is, what happened? My favourite idea is that, like, he stabs him, like, and he uses his three knives, and Tinto's like, oh, shit, man, what the fuck are you doing, man? And he's like, damn, he's still not dead. And he goes out, and he buys a knife, and <laughs> stabs him stabs for the fourth time, and he's like, oh, man, he stabbed me again, man. And he's like, shit. Still not dead. Goes out, buys another knife. <laughs> it just keeps <laughs> going and going and going. And he's, he's like, fucking hell, Ten's got to do it. He's like, silence. Silence. And he's like, thank fuck for that. I'm just leaving. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, I need to buy a gun. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, yeah, so he is brutally murdered. Yes. By the crow. Yes. So he, the crow gets his uh, revenge on yeah. Tinto. I mean, I mean, for from from this point onwards to be honest like it's it's all quite segmented and there's not there wasn't really any particular like big stand up scenes t- to speak of it starts building it starts trying to kind of like get you used to the the other hoodlums like the other three so you have yeah, more so scenes with them in a little bar they go to called it tries the to pit. build like well in the first half an hour yeah the pits yeah the pits yeah so it tries to build the story for them and it kind of carries on with that really yeah the the thing is, is though that was the first half hour yeah one of the problems i would say though with trying to build the villains like to be honest like it doesn't do a good job of giving them any personality whatsoever no they're, they're very just generic like, and they? they're, they're all identical to one another they all do the same things the same actions and they're, they're just, just like bad people. yeah just generic asshole yeah times four yeah you <laughs> know it's, it's <laughs> that like, is all they are it's yeah. like it's, it doesn't do a good job of like having a a three-dimensional villain or villains, you know. Yeah, it was a, it was very much copy and paste. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <sighs> so that was that was the first half hour. Any any more? Uh, some anything some more you want to say? Some little notes to go over. Um, I've written down hot dogs and cigarettes. Oh, because there was a lot of hot dogs and, and a, a lot, lot of cigarettes. cigarettes. Um, uh, we talked about uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Ah, shit on me. Yeah, so there's one point where um he goes. <laughs> that, that wasn't that wasn't me asking Steph, by the way. That was a that was a statement of the movie. That was a quote from the film. Yes. The guy says it three <laughs> times. So basically, <laughs> the crow then goes into the uh, the pawn shop and says, "Tinto told me he sold you a ring a year ago. Yeah, 
Where is it? Um, I can't remember. What what does the crow do to make the guy go so scared? The guy shoots him. And the crow oh, just that was it, like yeah. basically just... Heels in front of him. Yeah. And the guy's like, shit on me! Oh, God, shit on me! And then, you know, once more for luck, shit on me! And then the crow beats him up. Yeah, didn't even shit on him. But yeah, like... <laughs> Why? Why is that something you'd <laughs> shout? That's just not an. It's like it, yeah. It's fuck me is an expression when someone does something like, like fuck me. What, what's going yeah, on here? Yeah. No one, I don't think, has ever said shit on. You would expect like a Jesus Christ or oh fucking hell or Christ Lord. No. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's like, but shit on me. Shit, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It, it just tad. Yeah, yeah. Just a tad so strange. That was yeah. a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, apart from that, I mean, most of the notes, uh, we forgot to mention this film is directed by Alex Proyas or Proyas. I don't know how to say it, but no uh, idea. I don't, I'm not aware of any other films he's done. Never heard of him before, um, but my knowledge of directors isn't the best. No, likewise, likewise. We, we probably should have a, a better knowledge we're not, we're considering not, our podcast. Well, I mean, we're <laughs> not movie critics. We watch half an hour and then talk about it. Yeah, that's we're not, true. Yeah. We're not full-on critics. No, no, and we we, we don't pretend to be. But, you know, well, I, I guess we've come to the point where we should say our thoughts of it and would we continue watching? Go mm. on, Seth. You know what? I probably would continue watching it. Yeah? Yeah, because I've seen it once before. That's true. Yeah. I'd kind of... Yeah, I, I probably would continue watching it just to see what else happened. Yeah. Okay. Just Yeah, I, and, I probably and would. Your, and your thoughts of the first half an hour? Yeah, it was all right. I think that's about as far as you can go with it. Yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I think I'm on similar lines. I think I would watch the rest of it, being that I've not watched it before. Yeah. So I'm curious. But the thing is, I'd like to say I don't have high hopes because it's kind of, s- uh, the more it's we watch it. It's already sloping. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of slowly going downhill. I honestly can't remember what happens next. Yeah. So. But I, I, I would say I'm not optimistic. I wouldn't be optimistic about watching the last of it basically no but you would carry on watching it i would just but i think if i'd seen it before i would probably say no that's 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 in the expectation of it not getting any better and getting worse yeah so i mean yeah not 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 great not terrible first first 15 minutes i thought was awesome after that not great yeah all right, so we both watch it again, but I don't think either of us would rush to watch it again. Like, no. carry on watching it. No, not at all. Not no, at all. I, I wouldn't, like, the next film I watch, I wouldn't be like, I have to watch The Crow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've just got to watch fucking Crow. If I'm ill in bed one day, then I might stick it on. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's no real, like you say, there's no real pull to just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, then, then <laughs> here there's... Here we go. Then there's the, uh, the video <laughs> game. Oh, my God. God. And what's it called? Because it's not called The Crow. It's Well, it is called The Crow. It's called... Um, it's called The Crow... City of City Angels. of Angels. So, um, basically, uh, this was released in 97. So, considering uh, the graphic novel was released in 89, then the film was released five years later in 94, and then this was three years after that in 97... 1997, eh? So, I mean, there's quite significant gaps between all of those. So, you know, there's... uh, (laughs) I don't know what to say. I don't know why. I was going to say you'd hope Do you know what? Go on. Like we said, the film was a sleeper hit. 
Oh, uh, yeah, of course. So the film got bigger as time went on. Yeah, and when it was released on uh, like VHS or DVD or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, right. Well, that makes perfect sense. Makes a bit more sense. And then the place. I don't. When did the PlayStation One come out? Oh, ninety-four. Oh, so the PlayStation One's been out for a while. It, it was ninety-four, wasn't it? Something like that. I don't that. know. It was around that time. Yeah. Um. But I mean, so <sighs> where where the fuck do we start with? So so this game this, <laughs> this game uh is based on the same concept. So um. But it doesn't actually. But it doesn't follow the, follow the f- film. No. So. As far as you can work out, I mean, it's quite tough to tell. Two people get murdered. It looks like a father and daughter. I only know that because I died in the game. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's very difficult to tell what's going on. It, but It doesn't give any like backstory no. whatsoever. I mean, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the opening clips. Yeah. And there's... Like there is very bad voice acting, which you won't hear. But that, that is like the first I mean, note I made is worst voice acting I've ever heard. It's nearly as bad as the first Resident Evil game. <laughs> You're going to become a jibble sandwich. <laughs> 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 Best fucking line ever. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, it is. It is it's on similar bad. levels. Yeah, and then and then it just starts off, and you're a guy stood just outside a bar. You're in you're in like the parking lot of yeah. uh, a bar. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and you are the crow. And you're you're the you're the crow. Yeah. So the gameplay is essentially um, a three D. Like 3D people in a 3D mm. environment, but it's all 2D pre-rendered backgrounds. Yes, um, and it's a fighting game. The it's a beat 'em up. Yeah, I mean, I I I made a note whilst you're playing it, uh, in between fits of manic laughter. So yeah, it's, it's my it's the <laughs> gameplay of me playing that you're going to be watching, and um, it is hilarious. Oh God, honestly, we we spent the whole time laughing. I don't think I've <laughs> laughed at games for so long. It is the funniest game. So basically, yeah, like Steph says, it is a beat them up. But I, I got the sense from playing that basically what it wanted to be is it wanted to be it wanted to have that same kind of final fight. Yes, final you know, fight. Do you know what I mean? It was like gritty. Um, it was on the streets. Yeah, like yeah, but, yeah. But at the same time, they were with trying the gameplay to of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they were trying to implement that in 3D. They they clearly have Badly. not done it right and the thing is what they've done obviously this is this is in 97 so this is at the height of popularity of games like Resident Evil i think 97 was close to when the second one was released actually do you know what it really reminded me of go on silent hill yeah the first silent hill game yeah i'm assuming that and this people listening to this podcast know something about games as well yeah you'd hope so, so. if you played silent hill it's very much tank controls yeah exactly exactly so yeah so if you haven't control if you haven't played it it's like forwards obviously makes you walk forward yeah but then left and right you turn so like yeah you don't ju- you don't like strafe left and right no it's you turn then you walk forwards Mot- motions don't flow you know you no. have to kind of align yourself in the direction move align yourself move and that's i think that's the hardest point of this game aligning well, this yourself. Thing, it doesn't it doesn't work because to have a flowing fighting game such as Final Fight, which is obviously 2D, making yeah. it a lot simpler, to have it flowing and the fighting flowing, like you can't have tank controls. Do you know what I mean? No, it, just, it, does it doesn't not work. work. It doesn't work in theory, let alone in practice. No, so you so as a guy comes out, you go over to him, <laughs> and the first like the first oh, ten seconds of shit. most fights, 
yep. is you spinning left and right trying to work out when you're facing the guy to punch him. Yeah. Because you'll be throwing punches and kicks and you'll just be missing him. Because there's no... There's no hit detection. There's no way... Yeah, th- you'd think there'd be like a lock-on that when you got near him, you'd lock onto him and you could go. Yeah. But there's none of that. You literally nope. walk up to him and if you're not in the exact spot <laughs> that he's looking at, you ain't going to be a hitting him. I'm, and I it's mean, the same at, with at the enemies. At this moment, you're probably seeing Steph on screen if yeah, you're watching doing a, YouTube doing exactly like punching that. thin air. Because yeah. like and <laughs> then like you could pick things up. So you could pick up like <laughs> pipes and broken bottles and you could throw them. Yep. I think I've got one hit <laughs> in the whole game because it's impossible to know where you're gonna, when it's going to throw. No, it's ridiculous. You, you you think you've lined it up sweet. You lob it and it goes yep. somewhere completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, there's no like... It's it's busted. Yeah. It's, the controls are busted and it, it, does, it just doesn't work. For something which is trying to present itself as a beat-em-up and like a free-flowing one and an open one, it's... It's just the worst fucking control scheme. So it is no, the same as yeah, like... the control scheme is awful. Yeah. It could have really benefited if... Um, the lock-on, like you say. Lock-on, I think, just change the style. Don't have yeah. it in a 3D environment. Yeah. Well the like, if you look back at the arcades, like the Punisher, what a beat-em-up that was. Mm, just mm. side-scrolling. Just stick to side-scrolling because it just... Of course. Surely within, like, the first... Like a few months of programming this and testing it out, they realised that this just doesn't work. Oh, definitely. And I, I know it was released nineteen ninety seven, but I'm sure there were big games released in Well, I mean, the, like we just said, the Punisher was released. God knows when, because that was in the arcade. Oh, that was like nineteen ninety. That was in the arcade, like ninety one so or something. Lot, yeah, lot years and before. years before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so much smoother. And there's oh, a lot of awesome arcade beat. There's a lot of side scrolling beat em ups. Yeah. So this three D one. Well, the, this is the Why? thing. The, the obvi- well, they obviously just wanted to utilize the PlayStation. Yeah. They wanted to utilize 3D technology. And obviously, in 97, they're still in the process of trying to understand how to do these things properly. A lot of early PlayStation games, or even like later PlayStation games, that tried to kind of do like 3D, kind of like eight, dimension, eight dimensional fighting, kind of like from all angles being yeah. able to access, they don't work. You know, a lot of them don't work. And no. the thing is, is like, the the thing is with this is obviously they're playing off the popularity of games like Silent Hill, Resident Evil, in so many ways. Like we said, tank controls, taking it directly from that. Yep. Also fixed camera angles. Oh, the camera angles. Fixed camera. They angles, were yep. a nightmare. Exactly. Absolute and th- and nightmare. Same thing with Silent Hill and Resident Evil. They have fixed camera angles yeah, and the tank it's controls. Yeah, you know? it's the same problem. So you'd be fighting someone, yep. and then you you'd knock him out. Yeah. And then. You'd, there'd be another health bar, so you'd know there's someone else around. Yeah. You wouldn't know where. So you'd be no. running around trying to find the other person. And, and the funniest thing is and because they, just they, they just kind of like casually stroll yeah, on yeah, the screen. Yeah, just wander around. <laughs> it's the fucking funniest thing. Just, I like, ended a just like thugs, just like just strolling into scri- onto screen, taking a fucking lifetime to get to you. And yeah. then just going, hey, clown face. Yeah, they <laughs> kept saying that as well. Hey Everyone you face. walked into was, hey, clown face. I, 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 I would like to say I did make a little note. I s- uh, my note to describe the game was murder people and walk away simulator. Yeah, so the walking. <laughs> so if you're not watching the YouTube video, listening on SoundCloud, we'll have to describe what the walking looks like. I, I would say, do do give it a watch. Hit it the, link, is, hit the yeah, link to our YouTube and give it a watch. I would definitely recommend it. But we'll describe it, it anyway. So the, the walking animation, imagine... Oh, imagine here we go. You've, you've like, you know, you're wearing quite a tight pair of jeans. A very tight pair of jeans. And... You had a bit of fish last night, which didn't agree with you. Yeah, it was a bit undercooked. And you've ended up shitting your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then you've got <laughs> don't we walk. all know this situation yeah we've all been there <laughs> and then you've got to walk like home yeah and, and it's you, and it's and it's some distance it's over 20 minutes yeah so you, you'd walk like your legs were like uh, unbendable yeah yeah. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? You're so like constantly fucking rigid. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that's that's how he walks. With an arched back, ape like arms and a neck which doesn't properly connect to your body. Yeah. It's fucking hysterical. <laughs> it's, it's very it's funny. Like, to watch. There's nothing funnier than like uh, watching Steph and he like playing as the crow, he like picks up a knife on the ground. And the first thing like a guy just kinda like walks up to Steph, does the hey clown face. Steph like kicks him or goes to kick him a couple of times. They they miss None completely. Of them land at all, <laughs> Steph's like, oh, for fuck's sake! And then just out of nowhere, throws the knife, goes right past the guy's head, and you just hear like a <laughs> in the background. Knife's hit the wall or some shit. <laughs> and then basically, it's like <laughs> it takes about five minutes to beat this one guy up. He finally dies, and it's just like ooh, and then just slowly strolls away. Yeah, just they like just walk off. Just yeah. calmly strolls away. Murder yeah. people and walk away simulator. What and it it's is, fucking yeah. hysterical. It is. Especially it is when you like funny. throw things in between fights. <laughs> and they never hit. They always just like smash into a wall. But then every time... But then the they throw stuff at you. No, they <laughs> don't always hit you though. That, well, I've that, had a few that fights. That time we like got hit by two bottles like in like the same <laughs> second. It was just like, you just like <laughs> casually <laughs> stroll into a fucking room and it's just like... <laughs> Ow! <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like two fucking bottles right to the fucking. That head. was when I. That was oh. that was when I died, and then I lowered oh. the difficulty to easy as well. Oh, <laughs> we had to. We had it. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. But like you'd be fighting, and you could. There were, so on the top left corner is your health bar. Yep. Top right corner is the enemy's health bars. Yes. And then when there were multiple enemies, there were multiple health bars. Yeah. So you'd be fighting someone, you could see there's another full health bar. So you know there's an enemy around, but camera angles, you have no idea where they are. Yeah. And you'll be fighting, and then like a glass bottle would fly out of nowhere and smash <laughs> the wall yeah. next yeah. to you. That's, that's or the like, thing. or they just wander <laughs> past. Because of, of fixed camera angles, you, you yeah. hardly see anything except no. for fucking like bottles flying at your head or <laughs> knives, <laughs> knives like shooting at your crotch and shit and you're like what what the actual fuck is going on <laughs> and just we just walk into a room and just a bottle just like smash on the back wall and you're like I've literally no idea who threw that or where the fuck it came from no no it's idea where they like are appeared out of nowhere so then yeah another problem with fixed camera angles I had no fucking idea where I was going no so I, I'd go no in the room does I'd it? go in a room I'd knock everyone out <laughs> I'd walk around and I had no idea how to leave the room. <laughs> and then another problem oh. is another problem with the game, mm. which Silent Hill suffered with as well. So, yeah, obviously the PS One not the most powerful thing at the time. It was you know big, big, yeah, big, but yeah, but it had its limitations. Yeah. So definitely. Silent Hill wanted a big open space, but it couldn't render it. This so is it where had fog. a big fog, yeah. which is now like a staple in Silent Hill games. Very clever move. But the yeah, reason yeah. they had the fog was because the PlayStation wasn't able to deal with the open space. Yeah, yeah. So this one <laughs> has open spaces that you can go in. Yes. But every time you leave it and go into a new room, loading screen. Yeah, every single time. And they, they don't take a huge amount of time, but it stops the flow. It completely stops the flow. Yeah. So it, and, it, it's, and well... It, well, what? there's no fucking flow in this game at all <laughs> anyway. That's, that's <laughs> it stops that wonderful gameplay I'm just loving. It's like, it's like, yeah, uh, th- that is a very good point. In fact, the loading screens are probably th- the kind of most 
gameplay heavy part <laughs> of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, oh, oh fucking hell! Knocking stuff over. That 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 was almost the identical sound of a bottle smashing in Crow City of <laughs> Angels <laughs> as well. <laughs> so, um, right. So the your move set. Oh fucking you've hell! Got, here we go. <laughs> you've got um, duck. Yep. Which I never understood why you'd use. No. Nope. I, I did duck one kick. You did avoid a couple. I, I yeah, kicked, yeah. yeah. You did quite I, stylish. I don't actually. know why. Um, <laughs> you got block, which is like, I'm sure I was blocking, looking forward. Someone came up behind me, hit me in the back of the head, and I blocked it. Yeah, I was like, I wasn't looking. There's this, there's this one point because you were, you were, you were holding block. I held block for most of the game. Yeah, but at the same time, because it's tank controls, you were just like spinning on the spot without moving your legs. <laughs> so you, you were blocking, <laughs> spinning on the spot without moving your legs, and the guy was like punching you in like the back of the fucking head, and like, and ki- and, like kicking it. you in the kidney. No, it's like blocked, blocked. It was like, mate, I don't think so. He just, <laughs> he just, he just like stabbed you in the kidneys, smacked a pool cue around your head, and then just punched you in like the fucking pelvis or something. And it's just like blocked, blocked, blocked. <laughs> it's like whilst you're spinning on the spot with no movement whatsoever. It's hilarious. It was great. And then you had punch, kick, pick up slash throw. Yeah. And then my favourite, the grab. Oh, the grab. The grabs. Now were that now great. that we we spoke earlier about the grab in the film being like uh, the original Batman. In if they tried to replicate it, they did a fucking <laughs> great job. <laughs> like a, like all praise to Grey Matter job. Studios for doing that. I sh- oh, we should say actually, by the way, just oh, yeah. just to throw it out quickly. So it is on the PlayStation One, the and Sega the, uh, Saturn, and the PC. We should definitely have done this so we started talking about the game. We are sorry, but uh, PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and PC. Yep, and it's developed by Grey Matter Studios, and it's published by Acclaim, and. It's pretty clear to say Grey Matter don't exist anymore, at least not in the original form. And Acclaim, uh, Acclaim still going? They're, they're a big studio. I mean, I feel I, like they're still I going. I very much know the name. Um, I mean, I've just had a quick Google, and I yeah. can't see that they. I think I think maybe they got like uh, taken over by uh, another company. Defunct. Oh, so yes, yeah, it's, it's 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 gone. Two thousand and four. Damn. <laughs> maybe maybe this was the first nail in the coffin. <laughs> Damn. Nineteen ninety sevens where things started to go wrong for us. <laughs> and acclaim acclaim games have gone as well. Yeah. Twenty ten. Yeah, well there you go. So I mean it, it's quite clear to say that the Crow City of Angels was the beginning of the end for Acclaim. Are you but you pinning it all on, on this game, are you? I think it would be very safe to say. Yeah, it was crap. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, sorry we didn't talk about that sooner but yeah so i mean so that's that if if you do want to go and play it that's how you can get it yeah yeah i mean to be be honest it is hilarious so i would recommend it It, the thing is don't don't play it alone because that's just sad yeah that is genuinely sad but um play it with a mate and have like the biggest belly laughs ever i mean half the time (laughs) i was slapping my knee (laughs) like i I had tears by the end of the half an hour i was just (laughs) I had a whale of a time watching it but I know at the same time there was an element to both of us that suffered from having it on the TV yeah it was great <laughs> uh, I, I, the thing is I was getting very frustrated but I also found it hilarious at the same time because yeah. I couldn't no, I didn't know if I was hitting someone no you never did it was awful No. so do you want me to read you out some reviews uh, you know what I would love that so it was universally panned upon release. Understandable. The game's average user score at Games Ranking 
was 23.5%. Now, that is a very specific yeah. amount, isn't I it? Think, I think they take, <laughs> uh, well, they, it's user score in it, so everyone gives oh, a score okay. and then it gives a overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, according to GamePro, mm-hmm. <laughs> asinine gameplay and horrible graphics. It made the game a turkey. Made the game a turkey. Damn. Sega Saturn magazine. This this is a bit of a weird one. Yeah, this one stands out. So they gave the game a 67%. Yeah. So above average. Uh, d- well, definitely. Definitely. You know, it's not not the worst thing ever. Well, the thing is if you if you take proper like proper scores into account, then 50% means it's an average game. It's like average. It's perfectly good. Yeah. You know, sev- 70% is a very good game. Yeah, 70%. So this is 3% Great. off that. But then they commented Best avoided. Now that makes no fucking sense. Does and then the other end of the scale, IGN, <laughs> oh, rated it a one, one out, out of ten. ten. Jesus, which apparently is their lowest possible score, but I would have thought zero. Do you know what I mean? I think I think they have given a few zeros out. Oh damn! Like you know that that truck you driving game? <laughs> Did you see that? <gasps> when you could, oh, like when you could drive through everything. It was like the yes, truck racing yes, game. Yeah, yes. it's like notoriously bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think they gave that a zero. Oh, if only that had a movie so we could play it and get it on the podcast because that would be hysterical. We'll just go and sit by the M25 and watch trucks drive <laughs> yeah. past for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but the thing is, yeah, this got a one out of ten and it makes me think, you know, how bad does something really have to be to get lower? Because this, this is pretty bad. This is pretty bad. Yeah. This is uh, very bad. And as as we said earlier, this was also on Games Radar's uh, 100 worst games uh, from 2014. I don't think we, we know what position it actually came in, do we? No, we don't. No. But, I mean, uh, the, the fact that it's on there anyway, I mean, tens of thousands of games have been made. Yeah. You know, even, b- even by this point. Well, maybe not tens of thousands. Thousands. Yeah, probably. I mean... By 97? They were churning them out for like the snares no, well, and the yeah. and I, I guess so. I guess so. And there's lots of kind of like uh, underground games we didn't know of as well. So, I mean, like ten thousands, if not tens of thousands of games. And somehow this gets on the worst at 100. So, I mean, it yeah. speaks volumes. And like we said, we didn't actually know this no. when we were picking to do it. No, not at all. So, it was uh, a both a, a pleasant and quite disturbing surprise. Yeah, it was only <laughs> once we played <laughs> the game that we realised there oh. was on this. Uh, and then it all made sense. It it does, it does. It all ties in. But I'd like yeah. to say I, I'm looking at the cover art right now, and I love the fact that on the front it says 3D fighting with a vengeance. Now, if you're no. watching this on YouTube, and you're right the second seeing Steph throw a bottle at a wall, and then kick <laughs> kick some air, and then throw a man 20 feet into the air onto the ground, and watching him dissolve, you can quite say that. Uh, and in the midst of this, him missing most of his punches in the meantime. Yep. You can quite clearly say this is definitely not 3D fighting with a vengeance. God, no. It's it's 3D fighting with dysentery. But the thing is... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it is. The f- when did... So you, you, know, you compared it to Final Fight. I think, that, I think that's what that's they're what they trying to, to get. Didn't yeah. Final Fight have a 3D fighting game? Or was it Streets of Rage had a 3D one? Oh shit! Good point. Uh, and it bombed. It yeah. It you're right. I, that totally uh, skipped my mind actually. But you're right. I think it was Final Fight. Was that released before or after this? Should we do a quick Google? We do a quick Google. We're going to do a quick Google because I I think we need to we need to. Was it determine. Final Fight or Streets of Rage? 
try them try them both try them both um i i get the point i i get the feeling it was final fight but streetwise seriously that's what it was oh yeah wikipedia is there final fight streetwise so 3D beat em up by Capcom. Blah, Damn, blah, 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 2006. 2006. What? Oh, right. Well, I'm well off. I thought it was before this. Damn. Let's see the Streets of Rage had one. Sorry about this, guys, but we're, we're, we're trying to get kind of perspective on <laughs> the Crow City of Angels because. Oh, Fighting Force. Do you remember Fighting Force? Fighting Force, that was it. 1997. Wait, is this the, is this the one you were thinking of? I think it was. Uh, the thing is, I remember playing Fighting Force. Um, yeah, because it was published by the same line, the classics. So yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, I, I remember actually playing it when I was. The game was originally young. devised as uh, Streets of Rage Four. That's what I'm That's thinking. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but Sega bought it because they realised it was going to be crap. Yeah, I, I remember playing this when I was young, and actually, I I kind of like secretly really enjoyed it. But you know, when you're when you're little, like you will play like desperately crap games and think they're wonderful oh yeah of because course you, you, because you know you nothing else yeah and, and your mind's like a fucking sponge and you're easily entertained I'm sure if, if if a person had just come out of a coma yeah and they'd never seen a video game before uh, I'm really interested to see where this is going yeah and I gave them this game which one the crow the crow and I said I, I think they'd be I begging to get back in that coma this <laughs> <laughs> I said this is the one and only video game that's ever been released yeah I'm sure he'd love it because he knows nothing else. Well, that is true. He As doesn't. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. else. So when you're a kid, that's a that's a good you point. You think, you know, what game did I play? Space Harrier Two. Loved oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> you used to play it all the time. Yes. And like you play it now, after 20 minutes, you're bored. Yeah. Yeah. But. But you, that's you, all you, I knew you, when you, I was that age. You could drain hours into those games yeah. when you're younger. And that's the case. Like the the thing is, it's 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 clear by the ratings. Like Fighting Force was given like three out of five, seven point six out of ten, you know, five and a half out of ten from IGN. You know, I mean, it's it's clear that it's well, on done better. Yeah, and it was released in the same year. We'll just say uh, nineteen ninety seven. Just same, uh, same like year as the Crow. Yeah, a few few months afterwards. Few months afterwards, it was released in like February April time. Uh, the Crow. This is and Fighting Force was released uh, like October November of the same year. And that, that's for the PlayStation, by the and way. And this seems to have got a much better reception, but I still don't think it was a great reception. No, I, I think it was kind of like lukewarm, you know. I'd love to meet someone called lukewarm. Yeah, that'd be, uh, be interesting, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, and bend over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone would name their son bend there's over. A, there's a porn star called bend over. Is there? Yeah, yeah, very f- very famous porn star. I think um, his son, do you remember, you, kn- you know outnumbered, don't you? Yeah, the one with uh, yeah, 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 with yeah. the kids. Yeah, yeah. You know the oldest kid, Jake. Yeah, I think so. Tiger Drew Honey. That's his real name, by the way. That's his real name. Tiger what Drew Honey. His, his dad is Bend Over. I'm not joking. His dad is a, a ex porn star called Bend Over. Fair enough. How brilliant is that? Did not know that. It's fucking brilliant, isn't it? Bend Over's son is Tiger Drew Honey. Just think, just let that, just let that sink in a little bit. Bendover's son is Tiger Drew Honey. Bendover, Tiger Drew Honey. Bendover, Tiger <laughs> Drew Honey. 
So the crow. Back to the crow. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I mean, it, it was on another level of bad. You know, any, e- uh, even for the time, it hasn't aged well, and it wasn't. It, it clearly wasn't received well at the time in '97. No. no. You got any more notes for it? Um, I think we've covered most things, to be honest. Uh, the only things I I would say is that we haven't quite touched on. It's clear there's poor production value, and there wasn't a lot of money in the studio. Uh, no. And you know, this is most apparent in the pre-rendered backgrounds. Yeah, They're that's terrible. Fucking awful. I want to, if, if you don't mind, I'm just going to quickly Google. I I do not mind at another, all. Another like um, 1997, yeah. Yes. Just to see what other PS1 games, because just so good, I can compare. Good point. Symphony of the Night. Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 2. Croc Legend of the Gobbos looked better than this. Final Fantasy 7. Now, look, Final uh, Fantasy 7. Final Fantasy 7. Like that the had pre- pre-rendered, the pre-rendered background, backgrounds. 3D and, environment. And they're good. Yeah. They're, they're good yeah. for the time. They look awesome. So it is possible. Uh, oh, sh- uh, uh, Abe's Odyssey. The first Abe's Odyssey. Abe's Odyssey, pre-rendered. And that had some beautiful backgrounds. That, yeah. like, at the time, that was like a really stunning looking game. Like, I mean... Like these backgrounds look oh. like a turd. <laughs> a turd is a bloody good word. Yeah. I, that, I actually did a rhyme. Oh, you did a rhyme. I did a rhyme. That hey. means you can end the oh, podcast. Yeah, hey. <laughs> so I, 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 oh, that's awesome. So in this hour or so, I've learned how to rhyme. Oh, fantastic. Yay. And awesome. there was much rejoicing. <laughs> um, so anything else or was that it? I think that's it for the notes. And I, I think that basically sums up the game. It's so shallow. That so we'll, we'll just say we did play it for half an hour. Yes, we did. We managed it. We did. Mm. Would you play it again? Here's the thing, right? Yeah, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I will play it again with you when we haven't played it for a certain amount of time. Just be like, it's been a year. Should we put on The Crow and just have a fucking laugh and have like a couple drinks? So it was the same as, oh, what, what game was it we said we'd play again if we were drunk? Oh, Goosebumps. Yeah, Attack of the Mutant. Uh, oh, it was about watching Goosebumps, though, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. played that game so much. Yeah. But I'd yeah. I feel the same way about watching Goosebumps. I play this again, yep. 100%. If yep. we hadn't played it for a while, yep. and I was drunk. Yes, totally agreed. And I'd never play it on my In own. In any other circumstance, no way. God, no. God, no. Alcohol has to be involved. <laughs> and it has to be... It like, has to, you have to be in company. You have to be in a mood for Yeah, company. Yep. And you have to be in a mood for it. For yes. just silliness. Yes, definitely. 100%. Totally agree. But so Stone Cold Sober would never play it again. No, Stone Cold Sober by yourself, no way. It's it's a total pass. No. So, this is where we come on to the point. Is this franchise, The Crow, the film, and the video game, is it a cash grab? And it's an interesting one, isn't it's it? It's an interesting one. I'd say that the game is a cash grab. Yeah. Okay. And your reason? I mean, look at the state of it. <laughs> it's it's so, like, it was so cheaply done. Yeah, yeah, very clearly. Like, very clearly. I'm sure they didn't put much time into it at all, much no. effort into it. No. Much money into it. No, it's clear there's a tiny budget, yeah. So it was clear that, you know, they've... I don't know, you, you can't say they rushed it, because I don't know what the production time was in this game, but That's true. it yeah, feels yeah. rushed. Because, I mean, the opening scene, we watched it, we watched it twice, in fact, and I still yeah. had no idea what the plot was. No, not at all. It was only once I died that I saw someone talking that I kind of got an idea there was a plot. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean... And 
Yeah, so I'd I'd say it was clearly rushed out, clearly mm-hmm. no budget to it. Yeah. And all they want to do is make money. So I would say it was a cash grab. Okay. Um the thing is, for for basically the whole of this podcast, or the time I've been recording it, I was thinking, actually I don't think it is a cash grab. But as soon as you mentioned uh, and you you jogged my memory about uh the film being a what was it called? Slow Slow burner? No, I can't remember what it's called. I forgot what it's called. Something um, seller. Cold seller? No, it wasn't a cold seller. That's that's someone that comes to your door and tries to sell you books. That's something. a cold cooler. Oh cold cooler. <laughs> <laughs> a cold a cold seller is like store beer in a cold cellar. Sounds nice. Does, doesn't it? Cold beer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, what, what sleeper hit? A sleeper hit. Damn, <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? We just want a, a cold, cold beer. seller. Yeah, we do. So because it was a, uh, when you kind of like jogged my memory that it's a sleeper hit, and this was something which kind of gained money, popularity, and cult acclaim way after it was in the cinema. Yeah, you know when it was released into you know kind of like VHS, DVD, like we were saying. Then obviously, I I think then. With that in mind, then this is a cash grab. Because obviously it being uh, three years after y- the game being released, three years after the release of the movie in, in theatres, you know, you don't think it would coincide. Yeah. But then basically, wh- what was this? So I'm just looking at the Wikipedia page as Tom's talking. And earlier he mentioned that he looks like Sting, yes, the wrestler. And oh there's wow. a point on the Wikipedia page that says... The World Championship Wrestling star Sting got inspiration for his Crow character from the movie. Wow. So, so it's the other way around. Oh, shit. So, th- wow. So you were right, mate. And we, we'll just say we didn't read this before Tom No, no. So you were right. Oh, damn. the other way around. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, carry on. Oh, cheers, man. Fucking hell. Pat on the back. Yeah. Nice. But, um, yeah, so I'd say this definitely is a cash grab because I don't think they had any plans of ever making a game when this was released and it wasn't particularly popular in, in the theatres, then as soon as the money started raking in from sales of it being a cult hit afterwards and it kind of getting VHS sales, DVD sales, whatever, I think they thought to themselves, okay, this has clearly got a following. Now's a good time to release a game. Make one quick. You know, That's it. Because there's no storyline to it. No. There's no finesse or padding or anything. Yeah. It's literally just this one it's thing you do. Yeah. You've got three different kicks. You've got two different punches and you've got one throw and one headbutt one headbutt <laughs> and you've got one like, and there's like a pool cue a pipe and a glass bottle uh, a dagger yes and that's about it that's about and enemies sometimes have guns yeah no I mean so it, it's, it, it, it's so rushed yeah I mean it's it's it's, it's kind of useless to be honest but I mean basically it's like you know it's it's obviously just like well this is popular now after its initial release, now is the time, now is the only time to make it, now is the only time we can make money off the back of it making money. It's a cash grab, pure and simple. Yeah. So initially, I was going to say, no, it's definitely not. Now, yeah, it definitely is. It's yeah. a cash grab. Definitely is a cash grab. So the Crow, Seat of Angels, has the official... Cash grab seal of approval. <laughs> oh, that is nice, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> we need to do a little kind of like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. Well, I... Damn, I guess that wraps it up, man. Yeah, I mean, who thought we'd talk this long about The Crow? Oh, Jesus Christ. I would say, guys, honestly, if you could get a few of you together in a room, yep. get a crate of beers going, yep. whack this game on for half an hour, you will have fun. Yes, you definitely you will. You will have you fun. You definitely will. So on that note, 
enjoy the Crow Seat of Angels. And I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Yep. And tune in next time. Catch you guys later. So, yeah, if you if you listen on SoundCloud, feel free to go to the YouTube and see the terrible gameplay. Yes. And um, remember, we've got the Twitter feed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Follow Cash us on Crab, Twitter. Cash Grab Podcast. Yeah. Send us an email, cashgrabpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, man. Definitely If do. you've got some ideas, I mean, we've we've got lots of, you know, games lined up, but... We do. If you... Um, any, suggest- any, any suggestions any are cool. Any we're, we're you want to push anything. up to the top of the list, just email them and tweet them in, whatever. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah. And on that note, we'll catch you guys later. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>